0: Welcome to the Degenerate Gambler, the basketball edition. It's brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, we were going to start this on Monday, yesterday, actually, but there were really no games to choose from yesterday, so we're starting our basketball picks today, and uh, we'll run them. Uh, Every day except on Friday, Friday we'll have our college football and NFL bets as we uh, normally do each week. Uh, We're just going to pick five games coming up on Tuesday, today to be exact. Uh, And we'll start things off with the Creighton Blue Jays uh, traveling to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. This is a top 10 battle. Kansas comes into the game favored by three and a half points. Now, Kansas has had its uh, share of issues so far this season. They did get a big win over the uh, Kentucky Wildcats last week uh, on the opening night of the season. However, Gonzaga, the number one ranked team in the country, uh, took it to them uh, pretty good in a 102-91 victory. But Kansas coming in, not looking like the Kansas that we're used to seeing, but they are 4-1 on the season coming in to uh, today's game. Creighton coming in at 3-0. The Blue Jays with uh, not much to show show from in in the win department. They haven't beat anybody good yet. They beat North Dakota State as well as Omaha and uh, Kennesaw State for their three wins. Uh, They do come in ranked 8th in the country. Kansas comes in ranked 5th. This is part of the Big East Big 12 battle. Uh, it's it four o'clock game East or central time. I'm sorry. On ESPN, you know, and I kind of like the Jay, uh, the blue Jays in this one, not the Jayhawks, the blue Jays of Creighton. And it's simply because of Creighton's outside shooting Kansas, when they struggled, uh, against the, against Gonzaga had, had trouble defending the three point shot. Creighton's one of the better three point shooting teams in college basketball year in and year out. Uh, I think they can use that as an advantage with the fact that there is little to no crowd at uh, Fog Allen. I don't feel like that's going to have the same home court advantage uh, for Kansas going into this one. And because of that, we'll go ahead and we'll take uh, the Creighton Blue Jays at plus three and a half against the Kansas Jayhawks. All right. Up next uh, will be a season opener for the Tennessee Volunteers. They are hosting uh, Colorado. Colorado. Uh, this one is not being televised. It is being streamed on SEC Network Plus. Tennessee with their season opener, Colorado coming in at 2-0 and on the season. And uh, the Buffaloes have looked uh, pretty solid in their first two games, uh, knocking off Kansas State on the road at 76-58 and then beating South Dakota 84-61. Uh, so they've got a little bit of... Um, of an advantage I think on Tennessee and a lot of things I have seen so far this season, you know, and I go back uh, to, to Florida last week when they played army in their season opener while army had already played three games. Uh, also saw this with, um, uh, with Auburn, uh after playing the team, uh, after playing their first game while a team had played a couple of games. I've seen this with a couple of teams, basically is what I'm saying. Uh, and that is the slow starts. And, while well, this game is at Thompson Bowling Arena, and they'll have about, I think, 6,000, I think is what they're seating at Thompson Bowling Arena for this matchup. Rick Barnes has two five star freshmen coming in. Uh, also, return a couple of all SEC type players, and V's pawns, as well as John Fulkerson. However, they got to deal with a Colorado team that's got some talent of their own uh, and uh, the right kid. He's averaging about 22 points a game so far this season. Uh, One of three players in double figures for the Buffaloes. uh, Averaging double figures, I should say. Uh, Well, I think Tennessee does win this game. The spread is at 5.5 right now. And uh, I think we're going to take the Buffaloes in the 5.5. I think Colorado does keep it close. I do think, uh, like those other teams I mentioned, that struggled in their openers while they played against teams with uh, with a couple of games already under the belt. Those teams still won, and I think Tennessee will as well. They'll beat Colorado, but I think Colorado stays within the 5.5 points. All right, our uh, last three of them are from the Big Ten ACC Challenge uh, going on uh, this week, and we'll start off with the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're hosting... The North Carolina Tar Heels coming in uh, to this one. North Carolina is off to a 3 1 start. They got to the finals of the Maui tournament that was played in Asheville before losing uh, to Texas by two sixty nine sixty seven. 67. They also own wins over uh, Stanford and Charleston and, and UNLV, actually. They are actually 4 0, so I apologize for that. Or, excuse me, they are 3 1. They won the first three and then lost to Texas by 2. Uh, They travel to an Iowa team ranked third in the country. North Carolina, by the way, is 10th. Iowa comes in with uh, preseason uh, player of the year, Luca Garza. And Iowa has looked pretty impressive in their first three games of the season as well. Although it was against North Carolina Central, uh, Southern, as well as Western Illinois. So they really haven't played anybody. This is the first real test for the Hawkeyes. I worry about Iowa defensively. They're not a good defensive team, uh, but they're one of the better offensive teams in college basketball. They have been for years under Fran McCaffrey, but conversely, they have struggled mightily defensively uh, in, in, uh, in that tenure for Fran McCaffrey. Iowa comes in as a three-and-a-half point favorite. We're going to take the Hawkeyes and give up the uh, three-and-a-half for one reason, probably only, and that is the fact it's being played in Iowa City. And I think Iowa, uh, while home court advantage doesn't mean as much uh, this season as, as I lead it to with the Kansas matchup, uh, I still think Iowa seems to play better on their home floor, even in these COVID times, uh, than, than they have when they've been on the road. Uh, North Carolina's coming off that two-point loss. I think the Tar Heels are still growing. I think they're going to end up being a really good team. They're probably going to be right there with Virginia and possibly Duke, uh, at the top of the ACC, uh, but early season game, uh, while North Carolina's been challenged better, or challenged more, I just got this feeling that Iowa finds a way, uh, Luka Garza has a big day, I don't think North, North Carolina has anyone that can match up with Garza, Garza could end up going for 30 and 10, and if he does that, Iowa does knock off North Carolina, all right, uh, next up uh ohio state is traveling uh, to south bend to take on the notre dame fighting irish um ohio state by the way comes in as a four and a half point favorite on the road and ranked 22nd in the country as they take on the fighting irish of notre dame uh ohio state hasn't played since the end of november november 29th when they beat uh massachusetts lowell 74 64 they also own a 94 67 victory over Illinois State. Now, on the flip side, Notre Dame coming off a 78 70 victory uh, on Sunday over Detroit Mercy. They also have uh, beat, or they actually lost to Michigan State 80 to 70. So they're sitting at 1 1 on the season. And I'm not 100% convinced Notre Dame's a, a good team. Uh, and, and that's a lot of reasons I'm going to take Ohio State even in South Bend uh, at minus four and a half to beat Notre Dame. I, I'm pretty positive watching Ohio State under Chris Holtman. They always play well early in the season. Now, Ohio State tends to fade as the season goes on under Chris Holtman. Uh, but we're still in the early season here. We're only in December. And I'm on the ride with a team that has shown that they can uh, play you know, up to up to their level or above their level, uh, day in and day out in the early part of the season. So we'll go with Ohio State giving up four and a half points at Notre Dame, and our last pick is going to be the matchup between Illinois and Duke taking place at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Illinois comes in ranked sixth in the country. Duke comes in ranked. 10th in the country. Illinois is sitting at 3-1 on the season. Uh, They did lose uh, in the Jimmy V Classic last Wednesday to Baylor, 82-69. They only dropped one spot in the poll with that loss, Uh, but they have also picked up victories over North Carolina A&T, Chicago State, and Ohio. They traveled to Cameron to take on a Duke team that's 2-1 on the season, a Duke team that was handled rather easily by Michigan State last week in uh the first part of that or in the uh the State Farm Champions Classic last Tuesday. Uh they did beat uh D1 newcomer Bellamare uh on Saturday. They also have a win over Coppin State by 10. Duke has been like Kentucky one of the head scratchers so far this season uh, their core is the freshmen and, and those guys not having the same type of offseason that, that we're accustomed to. I think it's affecting these teams uh, that rely on a ton of freshmen, and I, and it's doing that to Duke. Uh, Duke, again, lost to Michigan State. Probably should have lost to Coppin State the way they played. They only beat a Coppin State team that won five games last year by ten points. Uh, and uh, they looked a little bit better uh, on Friday night. I said Saturday early, but Friday night against Bellamaren. Uh, But I'm not convinced that Duke is the Duke team that we're used to. Duke comes into the game as the favorite by two and a half points against Illinois. I think Illinois wins this game outright. Uh, Cameron Indoor has no fans, as we saw when Michigan State went in there and and won uh, last week. And I feel like that's a factor in this. It's not the same Cameron indoor stadium that you're used to. This game would have been played at Cameron with crowd. I'd go Duke. Uh, But Illinois is a Final Four team. Uh, A lot of people, myself included, have picked them to make the Final Four this season. Uh, They got uh, Aya Desumu and and Kofi Cockburn. They are two of the premier uh, post players in college basketball. I think they will use that to their advantage. And I think Illinois knocks off Duke. So once again, our picks are Creighton plus three and a half at Kansas, Colorado plus five and a half at Tennessee, Iowa minus three and a half at home against North Carolina, Ohio State minus four and a half at Notre Dame, and Illinois at plus two and a half at Duke, even though I think Illinois wins that uh, straight up. So that will end our uh, basketball podcast for this Tuesday. We'll have another one tomorrow with the Wednesday games. And uh, we'll do this each day except on Friday for college basketball because Friday will be our football, our college football and NFL bets. We'll do those, continue to do those on Friday. And we'll skip college basketball on Fridays for the time being. So until next time, this is The Degenerate Gambler.